When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I finally got my my Fujifilm camera. <gasps> you did. I thought that you canceled the order. I they canceled on me, and then oh. I looked it up, and I was like, <laughs> Fujifilm was like, we don't make that anymore because we got too many orders, so we're stopping it. And I was like, oh man. So I just. That seems like a weird thing of, man, it was too successful. We stopped making it. Yeah. It's like TikTok <laughs> fucked us up. Damn. Damn, dude. Let's clap. Well, are we ready to clap? One, two, three. One. Baby. Baby. Uh, yeah. Right in the end zone on this one. Yeah, that's brilliant. Baby. Coming in hard like a really big wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Brain League Podcast. Hello, everyone. I hope you're very well. Ethan's been replaced by British Ethan. Ethan. No, that's just normal Ethan. <laughs> Ethan. That's just normal me. Listen, I want to get this out of the way. As soon as possible. Oh, you're ripping okay. band-aids off. Listen, everybody knows about it. They all saw the photos. They all saw the things. Without any spoilers, you went to the Oppenheimer premiere. Oh, yeah. I was like, what are but you, you talking about? You didn't see Barbie after, did you? No, because the Barbie premiere was the night before. and We didn't get invited. It was in the exact uh. same place. And we were there that night doing something else. <laughs> You know why you didn't get invited? Because I'm not Ken enough. It's because you said that you wanted to watch Barbie after. Oh. And so they heard that the last episode and they said, oh, he doesn't like Barbie. He doesn't want to see Barbie it's first. It's true. Okay. I got punished. <laughs> so that's why they were like, well, he's not going to want to watch Barbie first. He said that he wants to watch Barbie second. Well, now the good thing is that I get to go watch Barbie with you when I'm in L.A. And I don't... This is true. We could go watch Oppenheimer if we are able. <laughs> it is... I mean, I think it's going to be hard to do either of them. I haven't even looked at Barbie tickets. But um, I I had tickets for Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, but it happens to be on the same day that we're doing Gamer and The Mouth. Yeah, which, which will all be over by the time this comes out. <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> this, we're all going to be, the world's going to be dead by the time this comes out. God. So you went to the Oppenheimer premiere. I sure in did. In London, I'm assuming. Yes. You both look beautiful. Thanks. You look very well dressed. Cheers, bruv. It's um, the long hair. It really adds a bit of austerity to it. Now I've got a question about your suit. Is it velvet? It sure is, yes. Velvet. Yuck. You don't like velvet? <laughs> I Velvet is one of the substances that if I touch, it makes me go, huh. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I don't really touch it. Is, is velour the same thing? Is it kind of... 
Yeah, it's more it's more velour than it is velvet. I don't know. I can't think of what velour is off the top of my it's head. It's like the same thing. It's like a fuzzy fuzzy. It's a fuzzy wuzzy. So you went to the Oppenheimer premiere. Was the cast there? So we went the night before because Jeff Keighley invited me and he was like, come to this party that's happening the night before. The cast are going to be there. And I was like, oh, cool. So we went up, got a hotel room for like two nights, went up, did the party. Jeff was there. Didn't see what shoes he was wearing. Sorry. But I did yeah, remark that he wasn't wearing cool shoes at the Hollywood Bowl for his Game Awards show. He was just wearing a tux with black dress shoes. And Damn. that's not cool. Yeah, what the fuck, Jeff? Um, but the cast weren't there. Uh, but Ludwig oh. Gorenson, the composer, was there. The guy that did Mandalorian. It goes, oh, woo, 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 woo. Oh, that's cool. He actually does that? Does you know, he do it with his mouth? I wish. <laughs> that would be cool. What does, he, what does he do that with? He has some weird instrument that he... There's like a video of him on how he made the theme and it's... I wonder if it's didgeridoo. You know what a didgeridoo is? Oh, I sure didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> Those big guys. Where awesome. you go? <laughs> oh, we should get some. Hell yeah. You know what we should do? This is not a cheap video to make at all. Maybe we can rent them. I don't know. We should do a video of like tier listing weird instruments. Oh, tier listing so instruments. Surely we're allowed to so go to a music fun. store and just sample everything. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Guitar Center. It'll be fine. Yeah, they got cellos, clarinets, Probably. oboes, tin I don't whistles. know if they have any of those kind of instruments, but they got guitars. Before I continue, an episode just went up where we talked about the saxophone and I said it was a brass instrument and you said it was a woodwind and it is a woodwind. <laughs> You've been vindicated. I was right. It is deceiving though because it is made of, I don't know if it's made of brass. But yeah, it, I don't know, looks, copper. <laughs> looks it looks conductive. But uh, apparently because the reed in it makes it a woodwind. And also somebody said there's like wood under the holes for the buttons. It's very noble of you to uh, fall on your sword like that. Hey, I'll admit when I was wrong, I learned something that day. Now I take this knowledge with me and maybe remember it. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> up to future me if he's going to remember anything that he learns today. No idea. He probably uh, will. But you, you went to the premiere. The cast wasn't there. Was it because of strike? So they, or? we, when we were there, they were talking about, oh, the strike happened that day. And then they were talking about the premiere has to happen an hour earlier. So the cast can get out of there before the strike happens. And I was like, well, they already said they're striking. I don't get it. And then I emailed our people being like, do we have to be there an hour earlier? And they're like, no, nope, everything's running ahead as normal for us. So I think the cast got there before we did. Because when we went in, they have like, welcome to Oppenheimer premiere, 30 minutes to go. And they have like red carpet stuff on the screen that they filmed right outside, right before. So they were like interviewing Robert Downey Jr. and Matt Damon and Killian Murphy. And it was all pre-recorded stuff that they were editing together. So I think they got there before we did. Then we did red carpet. And then the cast left because of the strike. So when we got there and we like sat down and Christopher Nolan came out with Ludwig Gorenson and two of the producers. And he was like... Thank you for coming to see our movie. The cast aren't here because they went home to write their picket signs. And I was like, I'm, they're 
they're being like you're standing proud with the SAG after it, but I don't think they're writing picket signs. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're gonna be picketing or not. Yeah, they probably just went um, to dinner or something. Yeah. And I wonder if some of them were like, oh, we don't have to go to it. Oh, thank fuck. God, I already <laughs> saw the movie. It's three hours long. I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is long, isn't it? Yeah. Without spoilers, what were your thoughts? I don't think it lived up to my expectations because I think I expected crazier stuff. It's basically, I mean, the movie's going to be up by the time this comes out, but it's basically, uh, not that I'll spoil you, but... It's literally just like a historical drama. It's just characters talking to each other over and over and over and over again. And I knew that, but I thought, oh, when the nuke finally goes off, what did he do? Did he drop a real nuke? Is there, Wait, there's the no CG? Go, there's a nuke that goes off? That's <laughs> big spoiler. Sorry, Oppy <laughs> Hoppy is lit. But he, uh, I expected like the explosion to be like, oh my God, this is fucking nuts. And then it's like such a, like afterthought for the movie really because it's all about the characters and how they react to things and yeah it's still really really good but i it there's like no action in the movie which is like his it's like the only movie he's done that doesn't have like action scenes in it yeah it's just a drama yeah so not that i expected many but i expected at least like the bomb going off to like be a bigger deal josh peck is in the movie yeah I knew that. How big of a role does he have, though? He's like one of the students helping make it, and he's like, if the bomb goes off or the thing goes down one volt or not, he's the one like there to push the button to stop the explosion yeah. going off. So he's, I think he says like two lines in the movie, but you see him yeah. front and center a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I have been listening to, uh, to one of my favorite podcasts, and they've been talking about um, you been talking listen about to other podcasts. I know you've other podcasts on the side. <laughs> I know my side cast, <laughs> but they've been talking because it was called the Manhattan Project, mm. and so they did like a five part series on it. Um, and I was listening to one of the last episodes last night and they, yeah. they were talking about like the actual day that the bomb was dropped yeah uh and apparently like japan put on the air sirens like the air raid sirens but they only had two minutes like yeah. before anything actually happened uh they only had two minutes to warn anybody which is just like insane yeah and, like, almost half of that was the bomb leaving the plane it took 45 seconds for when it left the plane to hit the ground Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's insane. it's insane. He's just walking along and then suddenly it's daytime at night. It, I don't think it was nighttime when it dropped, but it was it was in the morning. I think it was like 9 a.m. or something like that. Like, wow, the sun rose quick. <laughs> that was that was another thing that they were talking about. Like the the light from it would give it like blinded everybody within a certain radius because yeah. it was so bright that it caused like third degree burns inside of their retinas. Yeah, the people like watching the bomb had to watch it through like welder's glass. They were like, yeah. you can look at the ground and see the flash on the ground, but once that dissipates, then you can like take the glass off. But uh, otherwise, yeah, it would have just melted your eyeballs. I wonder how historically accurate Oppenheimer is. I would imagine it would be pretty accurate it's yeah because i knew i knew a lot about it before i saw the movie just through documentaries and like tiktoks and shit 
But I watching the movie, I was like, oh, I didn't know like certain things happened. And then I went back and like read Wikipedia's and characters and looked up interviews and all this kind of stuff and speeches. And it's all like to the letter, more or less. I'm the the movie's a bit weird because it jumps back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So you, I don't really know like where certain things are happening sometimes. Um, but yeah, it, it's weird to watch a movie like that where it's like these are all real people and this really happened. And the things you're doing, the things you're talking about are all real. You're not just like characters making up this shit for tension. Like this shit actually happened. <laughs> it's wild too because so many of the people that had to do with like the, especially like the transport of the bomb that yeah. morning had no idea what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> like they weren't clued in on it. And then they'd set off an atomic bomb and they're like, what? What okay. do we do? <laughs> I mean, there was already fucked up shit that was happening anyway, but yeah, it was like the end of World War Two, like an, another level. I didn't, um, I didn't realize. I think they say it in the movie that Hitler was dead by the time it went off. I didn't realize that that happened after he died. I thought, I thought it was like they dropped the bombs, and and that, then it like started to like put information in my brain. Was like, wait, did I think they dropped the bomb and then Hitler killed himself? Like, I, it suddenly it was like, oh, yeah, that doesn't actually make sense now that I actually think about it. Because, yeah, hold on, let's pull up the, let's pull up the dates. Yeah. When did, but they, the, because they both took place in 1945, right? Yeah, it was, the bombs were like the thing that, I think Hitler died and Japan were still going with the war. So then they dropped the bombs to be like, hey, stop. Yeah, April 30th, Hitler killed himself. August 6th. Uh, 1945. Yeah. Um, little boy. Little boy and fat man. Little boy and fat man. Um, yeah, in the... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the movie itself is based on a book called American Prometheus, which I didn't know either. That's like... Like, the recollection of all the Oppenheimer stuff, and Chris Nolan read that, and learn more about it and like adapted a screenplay based on the information from that book. I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but it's it's so frustrating to me like hearing stuff about uh like with Oppenheimer coming out, I've been looking more into like stuff about World War II and stuff and I'm like, yeah. wow, this is like so devastating but also like very fascinating to learn about and then I'm just like kicking myself because I'm like, I learned about this in school, but I didn't fucking care. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. I learned all about Irish history in school. And I'm like, man, now I actually want to know because I feel bad. I don't know my heritage. <laughs> I don't know anything about Irish history. I mean, I most of the world anything. don't. Mm -hmm. Even and people you don't either. Well, I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> even people here don't. And they're so close, but they were trained not to learn about it because England were kind of shitty towards us. It's crazy with uh, with Hiroshima, like the intense amount of propaganda. Mm. Like in the U.S., if you weren't pro the atomic bomb, you were anti-America. Yeah, it's just like I mean that insane. was that was a big time all about like communism going around, and they were worried that people were like. Like, that's a thing with Oppenheimer's that people were worried he was a communist and he was like giving information to the Russians. And then it was like right after those bombs went off and Russia were trying to make bombs along at the same time, but America got there first. And then after that, Cold War happened 
like what, 15 years ago? Or 15 years later, or like much later than that. And then Oppenheimer's I like, like... I was like, Cold War did not happen 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, what happened there led to the Cold War and like the rush for nukes and everything. And Oppenheimer was probably like, man, I did all of this. And then he died before the Cold War was resolved. So he was probably like... I, I fucked up humanity. I killed us all. For all he knows, we could have all died in the Cold War. Well, not Man, us. It's, it's so crazy thinking about thinking about the creation of that kind of stuff and thinking about like Chernobyl and stuff like that when yeah. you're dealing with with that kind of energy and one little thing goes wrong and you're just like, well, okay, I was just exposed to a massive amount of radiation and like, yeah. I can't feel anything, but I know that it's there. I'm going to be dead in three days. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing I can do. Yeah, and what's Ugh. what's even crazier is that making the atomic bombs and then all the while, another guy was talking about hydrogen bombs and he was like, no, hydrogen will work much better for this. And then they were like, yeah, let's, let's focus on the atomic bomb for now. And then it was like, we didn't make a hydrogen bomb because there's no targets big enough for it back then. It's like, if we set it off, it would, like, so much of it is just wasted energy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, but the hydrogen bomb's, like, the big one. I think, I always wondered, it's like, atomic bomb and nuclear bomb. An atomic bomb, I think, are the ones that set off in Japan, but I think nuclear bomb is like a hydrogen bomb. But I've, or are they just the same thing? I always thought a nuke was stronger in my brain. Uh, if I'm honest, I, I don't know. Let's, Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Google, pull it up, please. During World War II, atomic bomb usually meant a bomb that relies on fission or splitting of heavy nuclei into smaller units. Yeah. The action had So it was probably more accurate to call these nuclear bombs. Wait, mm. What's strong, stronger? Thermonuclear bombs can be hundreds or even thousands of times more powerful than atomic bombs. Yeah. So I think a hydrogen bomb is like classed as a thermonuclear. Or maybe that's something else entirely. Are hydrogen bombs nuclear? Thermonuclear weapons, sometimes referred to as hydrogen bombs or H-bombs, utilize both atomic fission and nuclear fission yeah. to create an explosion. So it's like the atomic one has one reaction that splits all the particles and splits all the atoms and then they explode. But the other one has like an atomic bomb in the top of it and then the H-bomb part of it new added to it. So it's like two bombs in one. So you implode one, start the reaction, and that hits the other one and explodes that one. I think. It is a shame that it is so fascinating. And I can see why scientists would be so obsessed with it because quantum theory and quantum mechanics and nuclear stuff was all a burgeoning science back then. So it's like, I get why you want to do it, but you knew you were making a bomb, which is fucked up. Yeah. It, it is very fascinating. But yeah, it's just like, man, this is, this is fucking nuts. It's like, no, we got to make it in case Russia or somebody else makes it before us. I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's a good... I can't imagine, like, because, again, this is all stuff that actually happened. Like, these are real people in real events. And so I can't imagine, like, the thought process yeah. behind the people who made that bomb being like, 
at any point they could have been like, we need to stop. Like, we shouldn't make this. Yeah. But again, like you just said, like if they don't do it, then somebody else will, but that doesn't, it's so. It's, it's also hard to think about because now we're looking back at it with perspective, but it's like during the time, like millions and millions of Jewish people were killed and put in camps. So it's like to them, I think it was like, not to excuse any of this stuff, but I think to them it was like, well, they've killed millions of people. What's 100,000 people in retaliation if it stops the war? Which is just crazy that the world was ever in a position to like be at that place where that many people were dying under people's rule. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then almost the Cold War. The Cold War happened after that, which they weren't calling the Cold War. To them, it was just war. <laughs> yeah, it's only the Cold War now because nothing happened. <laughs> war has, has changed. changed. So apparently, the biggest bomb. Tsar Bomba. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm looking at a uh, like a comparison. There's like old footage of that, and it's fucking nuts. So it seems like it seems like Nagasaki is with Fat Man is the biggest bomb to ever be actually used. Yeah, I think because there's three bombs after that, Likorn, Castle Bravo, and then Sarbamba. But those were only tested; they weren't yeah. actually used. Sarbamba, they were like, "What's the biggest we can go?" But like. How do you test that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, how do you? Because it's so much bigger. I think they just set it off over the ocean. Plus, if you, I think it's that if you set off a nuke over land or over water, most of the nuclear radiation dissipates. It's only when nuclear radiation is in the ground or reacts with the ground or something like that. I think that was yeah. the thing with, Hiroshima and Nagasaki as well is that they exploded in the air so that like the blast went down and destroyed everything but they didn't get like it's not like Chernobyl where it's like irradiated forever I'm talking a lot about this like I know what I'm talking about but this is all like information I think I have in my brain <laughs> Okay, so on October 30th, 1961, Tsar Bomba was detonated in the atmosphere at 11.32 Moscow time over the Mitsuyushika Bay nuclear testing range in the northern, in the northern Arctic Circle. Yeah, there's nothing up there. Except all the animals. The animals were fucked. <laughs> it was dropped from a height of 34,000 feet and detonated at 13,000 feet. That's still really high. Damn. The Tsar Bomba yield was approximately 1,570 times more powerful than the yield of bombs dropped on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Hiroshima and Nagasaki combined. Damn. That's insane. That's a big bomba. That's crazy. Humans have made some fucked up shit. Yeah, we're fucking... Barbaric animals. <laughs> and then Fat Man with Nagasaki, the, the mushroom cloud went about as tall as Mount Everest, the tallest mountain in the world. Yeah. And seeing <laughs> the mushroom cloud of Sarbamba went 200,000 feet in the air. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's like leaving atmosphere. <laughs> Probably <What>? not, but <laughs> Jesus. 
feet. Or are you flying a plane? You're that high up, you're like 35,000 feet in the air. That's 37 miles. <laughs> Holy <up>. fuck. Oh. <laughs> what the, what's oh. even the point? So that's for everyone who doesn't use the US's stupid measurement. That's 59 kilometers. 59 kilometers into the air. 59 kilometers into the air. That's how high the cloud was. I did, and like, how wide is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I, I want to know like how far away can you see and hear something like that? That's like, if I saw that, I'd be like, shit, another meteor that killed the dinosaurs got us, fuck. <laughs> that was another crazy thing learning about was when the bombs were dropped, um, depending on where you were, you didn't even hear it mm. because the sound traveled so fast by the time that like you would be able to hear it, the sound had already traveled past you because of the extreme amount of force and the insane yeah. speed that it traveled at. So people didn't even hear it. That's it's crazy. Nuts. It's so crazy. Ugh. Don't do it again, humans, you fucking idiots. Yeah. We shouldn't. I mean, it's it, it says a lot that after he developed it, Oppenheimer was immediately like, "We can't do this. We can't do this again." He like lobbied against nukes, like for, like for the rest of his life. He's like, "We can't ever set these off, and we need like <laughs> rules against using these in combat because this will literally like kill the world." I don't know a lot about him as a person, mm. but like, I can't imagine dealing with that after like how yeah. do you live with yourself after like creating that yeah i don't know you know he has that one speech that he said that he did afterwards like his famous speech that everybody kind of knows now and you can just see like behind his eyes he's just like dead inside <laughs> you can see like so much anguish on his face it's crazy it's crazy i'm i am very excited to see the movie um and now i want to watch more like documentaries and stuff yeah uh, i'm going i'm going home uh next month and my grandfather who is 96 Damn. Is still alive um i'm i'm gonna try and do and this is like for me this is not gonna go up on youtube or anything but i'm just gonna kind of like sit him down and uh just record a camera and just have him talk about his life Mm. Uh, but he he fought in Japan. Um, Damn. So I I want to ask him about that and what that experience was like. But yeah, he's he's all still like coherent, um, and he's he's still all with it in his brain, which I'm extremely extremely thankful to, for because most people that age aren't unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, I just want to kind of sit him down and roll a camera and just ask him questions about his life, but especially about like that time, like what it was like living during that and especially like being a part of the military because he was he was he was not drafted but he enlisted because he knew that he was going to get drafted anyway mm. so he was like i'll just enlist because there's no point in just like waiting around for the inevitable yeah um but yeah i'm interested to talk to him about about that and what that was like and yeah that's a cool idea yeah i didn't even know any uh, of my granddad's <laughs> They were already dead by the time I was born. I want to know about about 
Irish history. You should give me an Irish history. I lesson. can't. I don't know anything. <laughs> There's all that stuff about when Queen Elizabeth died and people were like, but why? What happened? Like, what's the whole thing? And I'm like, 800 years of tyranny. That's it. <laughs> the 1916 Rising. Independence. Now we're the Republic. The 1916 Rising. Yeah, people fought in a I've, post office. <laughs> I've never heard about that ever. They fought in a post office? Yeah, the GPO in Ireland is like a it's like a massive post office, like a really cool old building. And I think I'm so sorry to all the Irish people who listen to me. I don't know anything about my heritage. I I will someday. But it's like trying to like sit down and watch videos on it as well. It's like there's so much happening. It's so many names and times. And I'm like, hey, it's not going in. It's not going in. <laughs> we should we should take each other's citizenship tests. You take the US one and I take the Irish one. <laughs> I don't even know if we have a citizenship test. <laughs> you don't? You have to, right? I mean, we probably do, but I've never heard of an Irish citizenship test. Sure, come on in, oh. you're grand. <laughs> what do you think of the queen? Ah, there you go. Come on. Yeah, what is what is Ireland like as far as immigration? Um, when I was there, and I was growing up in Athlone, where I was going to college, we had a big uh, exchange program with Chinese schools. So there was a lot of like Chinese exchange students in my school who were coming over to like just learn, I guess. I don't know what you do in an exchange program. But they, there was a lot of Asian people in Ireland and there was a lot of like, uh, like mainland European people, like Polish people there as well. So mm -hmm. I think we're pretty good about accepting people into the country. But I, I feel like there's a lot of like, it, like not even subtle racism that Irish people have in them. Just... It's just like buried deep. That's sort of like xenophobia. We're, I, I don't think the, the majority of the country is very accepting and very open and very like great. And we're all lovely yeah. people and we like chatting with anybody who listen to us. <laughs> but I think there, I mean, it's, it's just everywhere that like racist xenophobia is, I don't think you can escape that no matter what country you're in. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. Um, I think I think that would be fun though. We take each other's citizenship citizenship tests. I don't even think that I would do very well at the U.S. citizenship. I wouldn't test. do well in the Irish one either, especially I, if there's any Irish in it. <laughs> I think I I'm trying to hold on. Let's let's do a little a teensy bit of research really quick. U.S. <laughs> citizenship questions. I want to see. Uh -huh. Oh, the practice test. Practice yes. test? Oh, wow. There is no test for Irish citizenship. Instead, all you need to do is prove your reckonable residence and verify your good character. <laughs> so yeah, we're pretty good. <laughs> we're pretty good about accepting people into our country. We're just like, come on in. <laughs> Are you a good guy? Ah, uh, yeah, I'll take your word for it. How many pints can you drink? Seven? Ah, fair play. <laughs> okay. I will ask you the first four questions okay. of the citizenship test. Question number one. What is the supreme law of the land? 
these are also a lot of these just like every test in the US and especially when it comes to voting the way that some of these are worded are like intentionally kind of confusing the supreme law of the land yes freedom of speech right to bear arms baby second amendment I don't know kind of declaration of independence John Hancock you're pretty much kind of what the is constitution. <laughs> the constitution. The constitution. Yeah, that's the supreme law of the land. The Second what Amendment is the in the constitution, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yes, the constitution has all of the. How many amendments are they? Are, are they like commandments? They are kind of like. Thou shalt not. Witness to bear arms. What? Are, what's the first, second? Second Amendment is the right to bear arms, right? Because that's the one that gets tossed around a lot. Uh, is it? Yes. Or is that freedom that of speech? The, no, the First Amendment is freedom of speech. What's the Third Amendment? The Third Amendment. Did you guys have to stand is, up in front of school every morning and be like, "I pledge allegiance to the flag"? We we did have to do the pledge of the pledge of allegiance every. Um, I think the third, I can't remember if it's the third or the fourth, but the, I think it's that you don't have to let soldiers into your house. Yeah. No soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner. Uh, so does that mean during war you are or aren't allowed to let people in? No soldier uh, shirt in time of peace. Oh, so during war they're allowed in, but during time of peace you're not allowed to let them, or you don't have to let them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess in, fucking weird. Than, Why are you the only country that has shit like this? I don't know, because we're fucking weird. Because <laughs> the also, country belonged to someone else, and you had to make up your own rules when you got there. <laughs> the okay, right to bear arms, quartering soldiers. Okay, search and seizure grand jury. Okay, what's the second question? Second question, what does the Constitution do? It's the supreme law of the land. It, it keeps <laughs> everything in order. I, I don't know, it lays so, out the rules for play. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So um, you could answer in one of three ways. Sets up the government, defines the government, or protects basic rights of Americans. Huh. Yeah. Cool. What are two rights? in the Declaration of Independence. The, wait, the, the Constitution is the right to bear arms, right? Does that count as this? Yes, but that's different. That's not the Declaration of Independence. Wow, okay, so you just have more fucking rules then. This is like <laughs> yeah. the fucking patch notes dropped and you changed everything. Right, this is you have a right to remain silent. <laughs> <laughs> You've a, you've a right to, I don't know, you guys don't have any fucking, I was gonna say to like healthcare or something, but you don't have any of that. So there's, you have to say two of these, um, either life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> life, liberty, and the Will Smith movie, the pursuit of happiness. There's a secret extra answer, you have the right to I am legend. <laughs> this is such bullshit! I am, 
I Am Legend holds up really well, by the way. I watched I Am Legend in the past like year or so. I really like I Am Legend. It's nothing at all like the book, but... No, nothing at all like the book. I tried to read the book thinking that it would be like the movie. It's pretty good. I like the movie. Yeah. Okay, last question. Uh, uh, The last question. What is an amendment? It's like a commandment, but cooler. It's it's a law. It, uh, I mean, I guess you, not really. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a change or an addition to something. Specifically, the Constitution. Oh, cool! <laughs> Fucking really cool country you got there, know. bro. I don't know why. I don't know why that's in this citizenship test. <laughs> it's just trying to like catch you out with all this Americanisms, and the Irish one then is like, "Are you good? <laughs> you haven't killed anyone, have you?" Like, no. Ah, oh, okay. Do you do you know the Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, one nation under God, and that's as far as I get. Okay. I mean, the lyrics were right, but wrong order on Mm. the second one. So it's, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Indivisible. Just making up words. <laughs> Do people uh, in the thing be like, pledge allegiance to the Republic? And you're like, damn liberals. <laughs> Why do we got to pledge it to the Republicans? <laughs> well, I remember. I remember when I realized that I had free will. And, um, and I was questioning my belief in God. Because, mm-hmm. like, growing up, like, we went to a church, like, a couple times. But it was like, eh, whatever. And I remember at one point I stopped saying God in the thing. One, one nation, nation under. under... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Bet you guys didn't hear that I didn't say that. <laughs> and then there was also, uh, I remember, like, we were all supposed to stand up and, like, do it. And you but took a knee. I remember. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember at one point there were, like, certain kids that just stopped doing it. And I remember the whole class being like, are they allowed to do that? And the teacher being like, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) The teacher just turns to him and said, it's treason then. (laughs) (laughs) Pull out a lightsaber and kill them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, that's so bizarre. Although, did you ever have to do stuff like that in school? Like the national anthem or anything? We had like assembly where all the classes like lined up and then the principal got up and gave like announcements for the day. But I think Every we- Every day? Yes. Whoa. I think. It's been, I, I haven't been in school for a very long time. <laughs> and I think, oh my God, it's almost half my life ago that I was in secondary school. But I, I think we said a prayer every morning. I think prayer was like a, which that's basically like your American prayer. Yeah. So, anything that mentions God in it, prayer. <laughs> mm-hmm. On God, damn, he, he spent. Even even our dollar bills. 
have God in him. Oh, in God we trust. In God we trust. And then they have the Illuminati yeah. pyramid on it. Yeah, there's no separation of church and state in the United States. You guys are just, you know what everyone's like, you should move to LA. And I'm like, there's bigger problems going on, man. Yeah, baby, do you want the worst healthcare ever imaginable? <laughs> yeah, it's like you get there, it's like, why does everything cost five times more than it did at home? Why do I have to pay more taxes? And why is my healthcare not free? But hold on. Look what I have here. Is it a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Whoa! Huh? There she is. Oh. It's Who weird that it? they share a note together. Who's this guy on the back? For those of you uh, listening, I have a five pound note. Oh, why the fuck is his name escaping me? I have nothing well, uh, to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. He's the guy that oh, said, yeah, let so them eat cake. I think. <laughs> Look at this. This is like when you're having conversations with people normally and you're just like giving out facts and they believe you. But when you're saying it on the internet, you have to make sure that what you're saying is right. Yeah. <laughs> it is Winston Churchill because uh, it says, says on it. Wow. Look at that, huh? Look at that. Yeah, we gotta do we gotta do a video where we go to Big Ben and go to other I what? <laughs> Hold on. I don't think it was him that said let them eat cake. No, it that was, sounds like it was Marie Antoinette. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Wait, what did was he... that? Do we have context for that? What was she talking about? Churchill quote. Hold on, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> I got, I don't understand what's happening. This is like a Mandela effect thing for me right now, where I thought he said that my whole life. Let them eat cake is the traditional translation of the French phrase. I'm not gonna even. Je mange de gâteau. Ils mangent de la brioche. Said to have been spoken in the 18th century by a great princess upon being told that the peasants had no bread. So what? <laughs> Let them eat cake? Yeah, because I, I think know. cake was for the royals only. So it's like, if they don't have uh, food, let them eat cake. Uh, if they don't have bread, let them eat our fancy bread. With, yeah. With the shit on <laughs> Good. And then they were like, I don't really like cake. Okay, I I get it now. Why did I think uh, Winston Churchill said that for a war thing? He he said, <laughs> "Then we shall fight in the shade." That's from Three Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Our arrows will blot out the sun. Then we will fight in the shade. Winston Shakespeare quotes. I don't know. I searched it, but I couldn't see anything. Never Gary give Oldman. in. Never give in. Yep. Cool. That's one. That's one of his. Churchill of his also quotes. said, "Wear a smile." <laughs> Churchill said, you know, "Smile always." <laughs> Winston Churchill, PMA, bro. <laughs> PMA, baby. Did I? I told you about uh, what's his face, John Wayne Gacy, right? So I tell you that. Yeah, on the he's podcast? a PMA. <laughs> I don't look. I don't say it anymore. You don't. Because you're depressed now. Yes. <laughs> PMA didn't help.
Um, do you know who Dan Quayle is? Is he the inventor of the quail egg? No, I wish. I think I may have, when you were here, we were out at lunch and I was reading these to Zach and Austin. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll I, read I, I had read the them crowd. like ages ago as well because somebody on Twitter was talking about them. So Dan Quayle was is a former U.S. vice president and uh, has some of the funniest, most stupid quotes I've ever heard. And it's so, so funny. Republicans understand the importance of bondage between a mother and child. <laughs> if we don't succeed, we run the risk of failure. <laughs> the future will be better tomorrow. <laughs> I have made good judgments in the past. I have made good judgments in the future. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking moron. Was he... Who is he vice president under? Uh, Taft. Bush. I think... It I think would explain the, a lot. The OG... The OG Bush. Why, I would George explain w. why Junior Mini Bush was just as dumb. When he spoke. <laughs> For NASA, space is still a high priority. <laughs> <laughs> These are like AI generated quotes. <laughs> Quite frankly, teachers are the only profession that teach our children. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Um, if you play Death Stranding, she's like, everything is true except for the lies. <laughs> like, good one. Yeah, these are very funny. Very, very funny. Um, yeah, I have a couple of things that I could ask. Because I went on our Twitter, our Brain mm. Pod, at Brain yes. Pod on Twitter. Go follow us. Um, Will you send me the password for that? Because I keep meaning to sign in and I keep... I signed in on my laptop and you set <laughs> it up and you sent me the password and I can't remember it. <laughs> oh, I'll look it up. It's probably somewhere. It's in the messages somewhere. Um, but I put up a tweet saying, if you could ask, ask the guys anything, and I mean anything, what would it be? <laughs> oh, so these might not actually be good. I don't know. Um... Kay's asked, what's one thing you couldn't live without? Oh, Ooh. man, what's in my bag? Wired auto-complete. I, I did that. Is that wired? That's GQ, your 10 essentials. And uh, I had the most normal-ass things in it, like a pen, a notepad, a phone, an inhaler, I <laughs> moisturizer. Think though. I think so. I even, like, I was like, who comes in here and doesn't say phone? Everyone should say phone. One thing I couldn't live without? Spencer. Water. <laughs> Air. <laughs> and a fucking Miller Genuine Draft. <laughs> <laughs> it's Miller time, baby. Oh, <laughs> baby. Um, man, that's a good question. Hmm. Could you live without Spencer? You probably could, but you just don't want to. Yeah, I could. I really would like to not. Um, I would like to not live without Spencer for <laughs> sure. Um, man, what's like, I'm trying to think of like an item besides my phone. The EpiPen is for sure. Well, I could die without the EpiPen. It's almost the opposite. <laughs> One thing what can you I live with? Couldn't, yeah, you couldn't live without the EpiPen. 
Well, I could live. You could. You thing. could live without. <sighs> you know what I mean? Though? Like, let's I say live peanuts have it. entered the area. <laughs> EpiPen yeah. couldn't live without it. Couldn't live without it. Um, man, man, what's something that I really couldn't live without besides my phone? Because that's. I think maybe, maybe headphones. Mm. I, this it's a weird answer, but I. I always like having my little earpod, my little AirPods in, listening to tunes, talking to people on the phone. You know. Yeah. Um, that feels like such a stupid answer. Well, no, because you're trying Don't. to. <laughs> oh, bonehead, bonehead! <laughs> God. You're stupid. trying not to think of like actual things. For me, it's like yeah, yeah an inhaler, my phone, uh-huh. my uh-huh. sweet, tasty girlfriend. Oh, baby. I got one. Oh, if you could go back to one moment in your life and change it, what moment would it be and why? Okay, but here's the thing is I'm so afraid of going back in my life and changing things because of the butterfly effect, you know? Butterflies aren't real. Butterflies aren't, if you just stay away from butterflies in the past, you're fine. Oh, okay. That's what the butterfly effect is. Yeah. Look at a butterfly. Don't look at butterflies. Just (laughs) Let's say it doesn't have any like catastrophic knock-on effects for the world or yourself. Just one thing that happened that you're like, man, I wish I did that different. Um, this one sounds sad, <laughs> but it is true. Okay. Um, when my grandmother was passing away, I knew that the last time I saw her was most likely going to be the last time that I saw her. Yeah. Um, and I really regret not asking, cause it like my whole family was in the room. And I really regret not asking my family for like a moment alone with my grandmother mm. to just kind of say my like final thing. Yeah. And I didn't really get to like say everything that I wanted to say to my grandmother. So if I could go back and change anything, I think I would be like, hey guys, can, I, can we have a minute? And yeah. just like say the final thing to my I grandmother. I think that makes a lot of sense. Plus, I mean, you and your grandmother had a really good relationship, so... She, all the things you were going to say to her, she probably knew already. Yeah. Yeah. And you've probably said a lot of very nice things towards her in the same vein before. Yeah. No, and like, I know that she like knew everything that I was going to say anyway, but I, I do wish that I had just had one like final moment alone with her. Yeah. Um, So if I could go back and change anything, I think it would be that off the top of my head. Or not investing in Bitcoin earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Not getting fat stacks. What about you? What's one what's one thing you would go back and I wouldn't have eaten that burrito yesterday, sitting on the Uh, toilet all day. (laughs) God, my IBS has been flaring up. Um I I mean probably something similar with my dad. Probably not, because well it's it's weird because the last time I saw him was for Christmas when my entire family was together and we hadn't been together for like 15 years, like all in one room, like every single one of us. So I I feel like that was a good final time to see him. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I do this past Christmas. No, no, no. That was 2018. Oh, okay. And then he passed a couple of years later, but I think not having not like sitting down and chatting with him and being like, like, are you happy? Like, what do you want to do? What goals did you have when you were younger? Like, I didn't really know much about him. Yeah. Um, so probably something similar. 
But then the butterfly effect. But then the butterflies got to change it uh, to change gears uh, immediately. Uh, favorite <laughs> meal at McDonald's. <laughs> Very similar. The Grimace Shake. I haven't had the Grimace Shake. We should have the Grimace Shake when you come. Is it still around? I thought Grimace oh, died. I mean, his birthday's his birthday's gone. Probably. His fucking birthday lasted like two weeks. Yeah, his birthday was a really long time. He was like that annoying friend that's like, it's my birthday week. It's like, no, you have a birthday. That's why it's called a birthday. Yeah, not birth week, bitch. Stupid. Oh, man. What's your go-to order? Not even necessarily your favorite thing, but your go-to order. Usually, if I'm just being basic, it's literally just a Big Mac and fries. But I really like getting two hamburgers. Even though it's, it's basically a Big Mac, but there's something different about like the shitty little hamburger that's so tasty. <laughs> it reminds me of being like a kid because I never got the Big Mac as a kid because it was too, it was too much. So now, but I always got the like little hamby. So it's like two of those and then maybe some chicken tenders and barbecue sauce. My go-to order is two double cheeseburgers with extra onions and extra pickles and then fries, and then a yeah. beverage. And the beverage changes every time. Sometimes it's just, <gasps> well, back when they did Tropical Sprite, which hit like a fucking truck. Oh Hell God, yeah, brother. So good. It hit that pussy right. <laughs> <laughs> but that shit was crazy. Um, <laughs> it was Tropical Sprite, and then sometimes I'll get a Coke, and then sometimes if I'm really feeling like I want to hate myself, I'll get a a large chocolate shake, and then I'll want to die 15 oh, minutes later. I can't, I can't do a milkshake anymore. That's <laughs> how so I know I've gotten old. Is that I'm like one burp away. From, what's like a mouth shart? <laughs> so I'm one vomiting. I'm one belch away from mouth sharting. <laughs> oh, oh, here's a fun one. Actually, this one's from Star Baby. If you had to work a nine to five job, what job would you apply for and why? This feels like a really weird thing to say. We're very lucky to have the jobs that we have and the careers that we have and everything like that. But sometimes I do fantasize about like having a normal job a little bit because I think that doing YouTube and making shit on the internet, just like it's not even really a job. It's like a lifestyle. It's very, it just like sucks up your entire life. Yeah, we don't really like clock in and clock out, you know. I think there's a there's a def, I, there's probably a term for it, but it's like when you like when I was a kid, I really needed to like save up for the video games that I wanted, and then you got that that was precious. You made like a good decision that was the one that you wanted, and then you played that forever. But then when you get older, and now I can afford any video game I want, you don't look at them the same way. It's not as you don't appreciate the things that are coming your way when you're just able to get any of them. And that mm-hmm. sounds so privileged and it really is. And I'm well aware of it, but it's like, I think Felix talked about it where he was talking about living minimalistically. And it was like, I got rid of like all my shoes and just put wear one pair of shoes. Cause now that pair meant a lot to me. And I like saved up to buy like something that I really wanted instead of just having like a million options. And I yeah. think that's, the same with a job where I think about it sometimes. I'm like, oh, 5 p.m. Some people are like coming home. They get to like sit down, have dinner, watch a TV show, unwind. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we don't really unwind. It's just being a ball of wire the entire yeah. time. And it's a much better job to be doing 
when it comes to like finances and freedom and being able to do all the things we want. But mm -hmm. I think there is an element to it that I do wish I had more structure to it. But the thing is, yeah. we can get that. You can do a nine to five with our job. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can just get an office. You can go in, clock in, do your videos. Oh, it's 5 p.m. I'm going home. Sorry. Work to be done. Sorry. Wife's at home making dinner. So <laughs> got to get home before the plate gets cold. And then you get home and it's just you with mac and cheese alone <laughs> watching. I think you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know you were driving with a driving crooner. Or working with a driving crooner. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Or working with a driving crooner. Yeah, I there was like a brief period where I tried to do that, where I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to give myself work hours. Yeah. And then it didn't. Happen. Were you still working at home though? Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, it doesn't yeah. work. People who don't work at home want to work at home. People who work at home for a really long time don't want to work at home. So, did I just it's say nice don't want to work at home twice? I don't know what I'm I saying. It's convenient to work at home, but then you're always able to work. Yeah, that's... You don't that, have that separation. That convenience factor is what fucks you over. Because it's like, oh, I could do it at any time then. Or if something goes wrong, it's like, oh, I can fix it immediately. Or anything like that. You don't have to, like, go to the office, which... Has its pros and cons. Man, that's why I love being on a plane. Yeah. I love it when I go on a plane. And even if I have Wi-Fi, I can just use the excuse of like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reply to this email. I'm not gonna yeah. do this thing. I'm on a plane. I'm on I'm in international waters, right? <laughs> Any rules me. apply. I'm getting a beverage. <laughs> that says a lot about us and our attitudes towards this kind of work. Yeah. It's like, it's the most amazing job in the world to so many people who don't do it. But if you're doing it for like 10 plus years, it's like, it's, it's a job. Mm -hmm. A really fucking cool job. And I really like doing it. And I don't want to do yeah. anything else, but. Yeah. I'm allowed to complain, okay? Like, like anything, it has its pros and cons. Um, but, okay, if you had a normal nine to five or just a normal job, like, what do you think you would like to do? I would like to be something got to do with sound design in film. Either mm. just, uh, I, I don't really want to be like a boom guy because I feel like that's a like a mind-numbing job. Fair play to anybody that does boom operator and holds out a microphone for actors or whatever because that's, that's grueling. But I, I would love to be like out on site like recording sounds or like doing mm. Foley work or... Any of that work of like putting in the sounds extra for movies and mm -hmm. any of that kind of stuff I think is really fun. Anything that like gets me up and moving. A sound designer? I guess so, yeah. That's probably maybe what it would be. Yeah. I have two answers. I don't know if that's a nine to five though. Um, I, in a similar answer to you, I think I would want to be a DP. Yeah. Um, just do a lot of dub double penetration. <laughs> um director of photography for those who are like a cinematographer basically but a more normal nine to five i think it would be which is so funny because i don't like to read but i think it would be so fun to just like work at a little bookstore and you just put the books yeah and then you go oh would you like this book oh okay great do you have <laughs> this book <laughs> or like, sure don't <laughs> 
Or like working at a cafe, but like not like a like a little one, you know, that gets yeah. like a handful of customers and you're just making the lattes and you're doing the whatever, you know? Yeah, that that is that's a good one, yeah. Little bookstores like cozy. But no, I don't wanna I, I don't wanna be like a waiter where you're just like run off your feet. Yeah. Remember when you were in town last and you, me, and Jocelyn went and got sandwiches at that little place? Yeah. That was so nice. The music was so nice. And like, I was just making the sandwiches. And like, yeah. <clears throat> like a little family owned, like a little cute. Although I'm sure it's fucking grueling. He probably goes home every day and he's like, we can't afford to keep the place. The rent is just astronomical. Not enough people are coming in. Man, every Sean, single job comes this. with so many stresses. We could make our own Mr. Beast burger. Our brain leak burger. He doesn't even do Beast burger anymore. Eddie oh, Burback yeah. killed it. Eddie Burbank killed Mr. Beast. He brought Beast. Mr. Beast Burger out into the street and shot it. <laughs> <laughs> if you had 24 hours to get away with anything, what would be the first thing you do? Just anything. You can get away with anything. Who would you kill? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a question. It's just, we know it's murder, but who? Yeah. The thing is, I wouldn't even be able to murder someone, even if I knew 100% I'd get away with it and have no repercussions. It's like, yeah, also, I, I don't want to have to live with that. Yeah. It's like, I'd have to murder someone by accident. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm not smart enough to, like, have a good answer for that, you know? <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like there's so much good that I could do, and I'd be like, I would go in. I'd, I, I would be in a go-kart and I'd go around everywhere, just riding around. <laughs> See, the thing is, when you say it that way about what would you get away with, that means you're going to do something that's horrible <laughs> or yeah, something that's illegal. Right? It's like robbing a bank, killing someone, like driving a car off a cliff. <sighs> do we count like getting away with something like... I did all the LSD in the world, but I got away with it. I didn't have any <laughs> repercussions. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, it, I feel like the smart thing would be like, I gather up all the billionaires and I steal all their money and I divide it amongst the people equally. Yeah, also, if you could get away with one thing, it's like, I'd gather up everyone in the world and kill them all at the same time. I'd set off a nuclear bomb on top of everybody. You could, there's a, you it's had, vague enough to get away with anything. If you had 24 hours to do anything, no, pre no repercussions. No repercussions. No, no concussions. What would you do? I'd end it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I would do. I nobody feel has like problems anymore. I would do gets. nothing. If I could get away with being in an IMAX theater all day or being in an Atmos theater all day, just watching movies. That's what you I get away 24 with. 24 hours to do anything you want. You can get away with anything. I would take a nap. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired I, of this, Grandpa. If I could get away with anything, I would stop everything in the world for a year. <gasps> Ooh. But, like, mm, it doesn't really work, because if you actually stop everything, then technically air doesn't move. <laughs> so you can't breathe. But I mean, like, 
stop, stop society from like doing its thing and just let me kind of like live out my own pocket of it everywhere I go. Like everywhere I go, there's still people like working at bakeries and stuff. But <laughs> it's like, I don't have to worry about like keeping up with the rest of the world. Like I'm very overwhelmed yeah. very easily. Time stops for you in the ways that are convenient. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd get away, I'd, the thing I'd get away with is killing world hungry. I'd, I'd get away with the cure for cancer. I'm just cool like that. <laughs> I'm just cool. What would you get away like with? That. i just do something for the world. i just do something Sean, for the world. Sean, that's not how that works. I'm just cool dollars. like that. What would I get away with? <laughs> Reading to sick kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean, it's something you get away with. I don't know. Probably just feed the hungry. <laughs> i get away with it. They'll just, never catch me. <laughs> <laughs> they never know it was me. Everyone full belly. <laughs> Who did that? I don't know, it's just some guy. <laughs> Who did that? Must have been the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we suddenly found the cure for cancer. Who could have that been? I don't know. Got away with it. <laughs> You're just like being so obvious that it's you. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I want to hold Not a press conference for everybody. And you just keep asking the question. Who could have done that? We'll never know. Couldn't have been me. <laughs> Not to keep bringing up, I think you should leave, but it's like the sketch where he drives the hot dog, like, car into <laughs> yeah. the building. He's <laughs> like, you're dressed up like a hot dog. Yeah, so is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> just like in the same colors. Suit. <laughs> and he just starts stealing all their shit as he's leaving. <laughs> all right, next question. What are we done with? What are your honest thoughts on the current indie horror scene. I think the indie horror scene is probably the best it's ever been. I have not been paying attention to the indie horror scene. Then I shouldn't have asked this question. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, it's crazy that, uh, you know, uh, it's crazy that this horror is so indie. <laughs> Indie horror? Yeah, I'm into horror. <laughs> I think it's great. There's stuff like Skinamarink came out or like Infinity Pool or some movies like that that are like so weird and on oh, the we're edge. But about, we're talking about movies, not just games. Oh. My <laughs> mind went to movies before games. Oh, my Whatever. Mind went to Fuck games. that. Fuck that question. Oh, what's the weirdest food combo you enjoy? Ooh, do I enjoy a weird food combo? Peanut butter on feet? <laughs> that's oh, my, is this like that's our my death row meal? <laughs> I want, yeah. What's your death row meal? Can you bring me like a gun and lots of ammo <laughs> and like a shovel to escape? Um, it, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. I'll eat it. I swear. Uh. Wait, what was the question? What's your weird food combo? Oh, I'm gonna get so much flack for this. I think I've talked about this before. Ever have mac and cheese with mustard on it? Ooh, that sounds like it fucking slaps. It's really good. It's <laughs> who, who was that that showed up? <laughs> it's really good. I took this microphone cover, this windscreen, <laughs> into a little hat. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
but it's not the point of what we're talking about. Hey, don't worry about it. You need some money? You got five pounds? <laughs> I don't know what my weird food combo thing is. I feel like I do have one. Oh, I don't man. know what it is about about mac and cheese and mustard, but it it is it's it's way better than it should be. Mm. Way better. That's than like it be. oh, there was something like Oreo. Oh, Oreos and sour cream was one that people were trying. And that's, but everyone that was trying it was like, this really works together. And I'm like, I want to try it. I think the weirdest food combo thing I do is pineapple on pizza for some people. And that's not even weird. It's not weird. It's normal now. It's just, it's just people have different tastes. I wish I had, I'm so particular about foods. I have that like ADHD thing where like textures and smells are like really, like they really affect me. I have this thing where the smells smell really smelly. <laughs> <laughs> smells really smell. We should do that for a video. We should do the craziest f food combo. You can't just keep saying we should do that for a video and not have good ideas prepared. Well, people people are going to get really tired of us saying that. It's a good idea. Food combo. Food combos. We I will vomit. I couldn't even like drink ranch when you handed it to me. That's true. Well, then we won't do it then. Then cool. we won't do it. We just cool. won't do it. Cool, we'll just move on. Great. Perfect. What type of music do you guys listen to? What's your favorite artist? I don't listen to anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to any music. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I just listen to heavy metal. And video game soundtracks. You know? I'm gonna look up what the last heavy metal song. Yeah, what was the last song? Let's both pull up the last song. Yo, pull up. We listened to. The last what? song I listened to is the opening one from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. But the last song song I listened to was Cosmic Girl by Jamiroquai. The last song I listened to. And the last heavy metal song I listened to was uh, was To the Grave by Lama God. How do, how do you find the last song that you listened to? Can you I just went to my search and what was the last thing I searched? Oh, what was the last thing that I searched? The last thing that I searched. <laughs> Big boobs, small feet. <laughs> <laughs> Big boob, naked, no shirt. <laughs> Underskirt. Uh, the last thing that I, that I searched was the song What's Up, which is the song that is... I said, hey, what's going on? It's called What's Up? Yep. I thought I that song was that called, either. I said, hey. I thought so too. And then it was the, just like the, upper and lower case. The one before that was Bonzo Goes to Bitburg by the Ramones. I don't know that that's, song. That's the song that it, it goes, it's got like the bell in it. It goes, Bonzo goes to Bitburg. Hot <laughs> 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 
Pick up the pieces. And then I go, okay, here's where people will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you guys know what is going on. Gang, gang. Have you seen that lady? Ooh, ice cream's so good. Ice cream's so good. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Oh, the TikTok thing? Yeah. I have seen that. And I think, you know, it's not hurting anybody. It's just weird. You know, it's like no. fucking whatever. I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's weird. And it's like, you're weird for just talking about it over and over again. When you know for a fact you walk around your house going, gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ice cream's so good. Yum, yum, yum. Ice cream, so good. <laughs> maybe maybe we should all have a little ice cream that's so good, okay? <gasps> we should make our own ice cream. Well, you've, you've talked about this before. We didn't do it. Well, not yet. <laughs> not yet. We need actionable items. Actionable items. Do Action. you have an ability to make ice cream at your house? Maybe. With enough, with enough. Determination. You're like Batman with enough prep time. <laughs> with enough time, I can do anything. You know what I got in the mail today? So much top of the morning coffee. Hell yeah. I got a big box of it. It's because we need box. to film stuff at your house. <laughs> oh, I thought it's because you love me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get, you get to keep it all, so. Oh, shit. What's in there? I haven't opened it up yet. I just saw the big box and I said, oh, whoa. There's coffee, there's tea, there's cold brew, oh, cold which is it's cold brand brew. new. Cold brew coming back? Is this allowed to be put on the air? Yeah, it comes out in like three days from now. Oh, sick. Well, it comes out as of when we have a video recorded for it. Should I grab the cold brew and show the people? Yeah, if <gasps> you know what box it's in. I don't, but it's okay, there's only two. Top of the morning, cold brew dusk delight. Whoa, dusk delight. It's so nice. It's so fucking tasty. I'm so glad cold brew's back. Man, so summery. All you'll, you'll, so summery, you'll need a parasol. <laughs> Maybe we should have uh, changed that since you couldn't read it. <laughs> no, I just can't read. Wow, I can take it out. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. It's Step handy one, dandy. Use coffee filter pouches plus four cups of water. Remove pouches and pour in two, three cups of water. Or skip this step. Pour it directly over ice. Steep yeah. in the fridge for eight to 12 hours. That's so cool. It's like little bags. You put it in and then it steeps. And then the next morning, you just add a bit of water to it. And you take the bag out and then you pour it. And it's like, ooh, cold brew. Like so good. I, I like that it's like a little DIY cold brew. I like that it's not just a bottle of cold brew. Yeah. That's why it took Plus, me like 20 minutes to find because um, I wasn't reading the packaging. And I was like, it can't be that, that's a box. Yeah, because the old ones is like, you had to ship liquid and that's just way too expensive for everybody. It's like, now you can make it yourself and you get more out of it than what we had before. So now you can like make a huge fuck ton of it. And glass. There's glass, right? Was it glass? Was it glass? It was no. glass, right? It's plastic. No. Oh, plastic's bad for you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's glass. <laughs> like, what it's is? Glass. The cold brew is made of glass. Cut up everything. Everything is I'm glass. Being, I'm suing you. You see glass everywhere? I 
shit everywhere. Man. Yeah, so cold brew's back, baby. Woo! Cold brew's back, baby, and it's Let's in a bag go. this time. Oh, summertime! And it's dry. Can I open this? What yeah. happens if I open it? You can smell it. <gasps> Ooh. Does it smell good? It smells great. Mm, oh, cold brew, so here. good. Cold, cold brew, so, so good. good. Look at this, it's a bag, and you put it in a thing. It's like a bag of weed. <laughs> That's crazy. That's pretty cool. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. You know, this isn't even me pandering. I'm probably going to make some cold brew after this now because I want hell more coffee. Yeah. It's hot as hell outside, so I don't really want to make a hot cup of coffee. It's hot as hell in the United States. It's hot as hell. Well, listen, I know that usually we do bad advice, but I feel like should we still do bad advice because we answered all those questions? I don't. I think we can give the bad advice a break for a week. Yeah. People got to just chill out, hang out, Dicks maxing, out. relaxing, all cool. Shooting some b-ball or football, depending on where you live. Well, those are two different sports. But whatever sport you want. Whatever sport you're into. Whatever sports your jorts. <laughs> oh, man. We could do sports. <laughs> How? How? <laughs> A good... <laughs> A good performer doesn't reveal their tricks. <laughs> Stop just blurting out video ideas. We could oh, sports. we could blurt out video ideas. <laughs> oh, we could go to space. We should. We should go to space. No, there's we nothing up there. Big anti-gravity machine. You know? There's nothing. I'd be worried that if we did the anti-grav plane, I'd vomit everywhere. Oh man, you probably would. But we could but also be, do the thing cool. with the NASA guys where they spin you around in the thing to see how many G's you can take. <laughs> Strap yourself in and feel the G's. Oh man. And I'd Rob, be like, my whole room oh, smells like coffee now. Oh geez. Oh geez. <laughs> <laughs> It's like now you're feeling well, six G's. G's, 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 G's. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been another fantastic episode of the Brain Leak podcast. I um, think so. I'm very excited. You guys will have some more in-person episodes to look forward to yeah. soon. Um, so that will be wonderful. And potentially some new guests. Who knows? I'll never tell. And we don't know. We haven't got them yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but we will know by the time this one comes out. It'll be done. This is true. This and is if we true, got no guests, it's because we forgot and got lazy. <laughs> Whoopsies. No, we'll have someone. But thank you guys for watching. If you want to send us some of your advice for next time, questions at brainleakpod.com. Send an email. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, ice cream will... so good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Ice cream so good. Yes, yes, yes. Podcast so good. Yeah, gang, gang. Uh, thank you guys all for listening, watching, ingesting the podcast. Um, and we'll yeah. see you next week, huh? We'll see you next week. Don't forget to stay, stay leaky. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.